I am Melinda, the host of Women's Work, A Sober Perspective. I am an attorney who put fear aside and dove headfirst into doing the work to become sober. Have you also let fear hold you back from becoming sober? Have you been worried that becoming sober will affect your career or just your everyday life? Or are you already sober and just want to listen to another professional sober woman navigate through sobriety and share stories and advice learned along the way? If so, this is the podcast for you. So grab a cup of coffee or your favorite mocktail and let's get to work. Welcome to another episode of Women's Work, A Sober Perspective. So I would like to talk about a real life struggle that I experienced a few days ago, and that is being in an airport. Before I quit drinking, I don't know if I just like But in reality, I think it was more, I liked being in the airport because the airport for drinkers is like the gem. It's rogue. There's no rules. There's, it's five o'clock somewhere every single hour of the day and normal rules that apply to acceptability of when one can drink no longer apply when you're in the airport. It is every man for themselves can drink whenever they want. So I recently traveled, took a trip to Texas I was going for the weekend and I had my flight down on a Friday. It was very honestly easy travel on the way down. I wasn't in the airport very long, didn't barely had a layover. But I have to say, when I landed in Austin, I was walking to the baggage claim and I passed by this bar and I saw this woman and her husband who were sitting there enjoying, I say enjoying because I completely romanticized this whole situation, a glass of wine. And I immediately created this narrative in my head that here we have like this perfect, happy couple who are sitting and travel and they're in the airport. They're looking so peaceful, enjoying a glass of wine together, looking so classy. So everything that's together, their whole life's together. And I, I find myself being like, oh, why can I not be like that? Why can't I just enjoy a glass of wine and really romanticizing the glass of wine in front of them? And luckily I wasn't there long. So I kept walking and I just was like, oh my God, what is wrong with me? Why did I just create this whole narrative of this couple's relationship? All because I saw them drinking a glass of wine. So I kind of thought about it a little bit over the weekend. I did mention it to my girlfriends and, you know, they were just like, I have to clarify also too, the women that I was traveling with were also sober like myself. So it was like a really easy conversation topic to have with them. Like, can you believe this? You know, after 16 months, these random triggers come in, which is they catch me off guard sometimes. I didn't really give it too much thought until the day I'm returning home, which would have been an easy peasy travel day, should have been like the first day, but turned into 48 hours of hell. Okay. 48 hours. I was supposed to leave Monday at 7 a.m., be home by three. Long story short, I'm in the airport literally all day on Monday, have to don't get to a second airport till midnight to then have a hotel, which thank God that worked out to then get up early and be in the hotel another day and not get home till like eight o'clock at night. And when I say my anxiety was through the roof, it was through the roof because here I am, you know, having just had a really nice, great weekend with other sober women, you know, really feeling positive, morale's high. And I'm like thrown into my biggest trigger for an extended period of time. So on Monday, my flight was moved from 7 a.m. to 1 p.m. And then 
it ultimately, the 1 p.m. flight did not leave the airport till 8.30 at night. So I was walking around the airport, you know, looking at all the bars, seeing all the bars, seeing all the drinking that's going on in the airport and just it being completely in my face. So one of my thoughts were, okay, obviously you're not leaving the airport, even though I honestly probably would have walked home if I had the option. But I was like, no, you're not walking from Texas to New York. That's not feasible. I was just so stressed out. So I went and got a book and I was like, I got to figure out a way through this because this is going to be a long darn day anyway. And I don't need to be having a mental torture session. So I went, got a book. I started reading that kept me occupied for a few hours. Then I did sit down at a restaurant to eat and I had a non-alcoholic glass of wine, which I thought was beautiful because one of the benefits of dry January, it advertised saying, oh, dry January, you can still have wine, which, okay. So I had a non-alcoholic glass of wine, which was great. And then I did some journaling. But I really took the time to work through what I was feeling because a lot of the times I suppressed my feelings. I would always just ignore any sign or feeling of discomfort and I would drink. So I was like, you know what? No, like this is something, there's going to be a lesson in this. To be fair, I really did think, well, if there's not even a lesson, at least I'm going to be able to do a podcast about it because Jesus, this is quite the feeling, emotions I'm feeling about drinking right now. So I journaled and I worked out kind of like, what is causing this? Like, why am I romanticizing and really thinking that wine's going to help me? Because the reality is that I have traveled and drank in the airport before. And you know what I don't feel? I don't feel refreshed. I don't feel like I have good energy. I usually look not so great when I get there. And I'm tired. And I'm completely just out of sorts because I spent the, rather than drinking the water that I need when flying already dehydrates you, I would be drinking wine and feeling even worse than I would have felt being in the airport alone. So I would have not only been in my clothes for two days, which that's a whole other thing, but I would have been drunk and hungover and miserable and it just would never have worked out well. And I also wouldn't have had my mind about me. So I ended up having to buy, you know, to really say, look, I got to figure out a way to get out of this situation. I had to buy a new airfare with a different airline. And I had to navigate myself through different airports and also to different gates and also to the hotel, which if I was drinking, that would have been a nightmare. I would have been a hot mess express and not able to figure out where I'm going, how I get there and to advocate for myself. Because the reality is this, I had to talk to a few people that worked for the airline. And while I recognize, you know, I wasn't going to take out my frustration on them, If I was drinking and I was drunk trying to ask them for help, how seriously would they have taken me? Uh, Probably not seriously at all. They just see a drunk person babbling at them, being overly emotional, which I always would get when I was upset when I was drinking. And where would have gotten me? Nowhere. Where I was, thank God, I was sober. I had been really hydrating. I was able to help myself when I needed to. So that's also something that I have to really be proud of myself because I was able to not only fight through a craving that I really I was kind of definitely taken back from, but I was also able to help myself out of that situation or at least better it in the situation because I wasn't drunk trying to, to navigate through it. So I wanted to share this because... Well, I'm proud of 16 months. I only have 16 months and real life struggles pop up all the time, which is why to me making these recordings is also therapeutic for me to kind of work through and talk about 
you know, what situation bothers me. And now I know when I go, I have a trip planned in March, I'm going to have a better plan for the airport. I'm going to have a better approach to being in the airport and potentially not being as lost and stressed out if I'm there for an extended period of time. So I'm going to learn from it and hopefully someone else can understand or this will help somebody when they travel the next time. Thank you so much for listening to Women's Work, A Sober Perspective. Did you like the conversation and what you heard and want to hear more? Well, make sure to subscribe and follow Women's Work, A Sober Perspective. But also, if you have any ideas of future episodes, please email podcastwomenswork at gmail.com. I look forward to hearing from you.